0: Have you
1: done Lakers Talk Daily for the day? Yeah, I already did it. You did? What's Talking ta- to Russ. Russ off
0: the bench? Yeah. Game one I was going to go Miles Turner, but uh, oh yeah, we'll wait on that. Yeah, Miles Turner like
1: campaigning.
0: This guy it's it's campaign season. It's, I was just going to say he's uh, <laughs> trying to be city council member or something.
1: <laughs> we got the guy that knocked on the door the other day. Hi, I'm so and so running for city. I'm good. Keep it moving, buddy. Keep 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 it moving. Hi, how, about, how about the, how about the the houses with the front yard with
0: 31 different signs. I so have you I'm like wait isn't that are they running for the same thing or, or what are you doing here?
1: So in our in my neighborhood there are like lawn signs, right, supporting this candidate or that yeah. candidate. And we have opted to put no yard sign lawn signs in our yard. And we get a knock on the door once or twice, hey, do you mind if we put it? do you think that I would Would have said yes by now. Like, there's nothing in my yard other than my inflatable witch. That's all we got going. Do they
0: give you any details? They say, "Hey, I'm running for this. I'm this. Do you (laughs) mind if I put this sign in front?" They do.
1: They're polite about it, but it's like um, there's all over the street. There's none in my yard. Maybe we just kind of keep it moving. Yeah. If I'm (laughs) running, stop knocking on my door. I'm
0: putting, I'm putting a sign in in your front yard, and I'm putting a
1: bumper sticker on your car too. (laughs) Bumper, never bumper stickers, never. Um, You guys need to do better. Because we're we're getting in the point of the season with the picks where it's almost a wrap. Taylor, you what? had you what? had zero again. I got a zero? Okay, a what zero. did I get happen? You came in second this week. Okay. Sounds like script. Did I get me? one? You had you had two, Emily. Emily got the Niners in the two spot. Um, Slee, you had two. You had Arizona and the Niners in your three I'll have to and double two. check those. Can we double or nothing or something at some point? <laughs> Did I pick Raiders <laughs> you, this time? You had the Raiders and Stanford Gosh. are the two you missed, but Dang. you had five points. I had f- I had six. I had the Bruins and the Saints. Um and Miss SC NBA picks. and the Rams. But we've had what's that, eight weeks, guys? I've yeah. won five of them. You're gonna you're gonna have to we, we need to we need what's to the total reset. points. Crown okay. What's the total points? 53, 43, Fifty three, forty three, forty one. Thirty-one. Plenty of time. I was hoping you were right. yeah, Plenty there, of time. There are <laughs> there are plenty of time. I was hoping you wouldn't say that, but you're a hundred percent right. Um, alive in the eliminator pool. Oh yeah, I was watching. Woo-hoo. Took the Cowboys. Here's the good news. Yeah, I'm alive. The bad news. So are the other two guys. Oh, we, they both won. They both won. Yeah,
0: they you're gonna won. lose
1: now. So why we should we should split it right? Like I, I, I no, I'm, they've already I'm heard, somebody
0: split. somebody of the three or somebody of the other two. That somebody has set the tone of saying I'm playing this thing out because you guys would have already split it by now.
1: I know. I. I but can I just take my third and they can they can play off for the other two thirds of this? I'd really like out of this. You play. still have KC left. Yeah, but they play Tennessee this upcoming week. There's another mm. somebody plays the somebody good plays the Commanders that I haven't picked yet. But the, okay, you, can I depress you all? Ready, Rams fans? You ready for me to really deeply bum you out? Take the Rams this week because they're on a bye. we are already taken the Rams. The Rams are not on the bye. Are the Niners <laughs> are on a bye? That's right. <laughs> um, haven't taken the Niners yet. I could still do that potentially. The Washington Commanders are ahead of the Rams in the NFC playoff race. Oof. The Washington Commanders are four and four. The Rams are three and four. And right now, if the playoffs started today, the Rams are nowhere near it.
0: You should do the post game show for the
1: Commanders this upcoming weekend. <laughs> I, I The Commanders play the Vikes? Yeah. But it's in D.C.? Yes.
2: It is, yeah, in D.C.
1: Yeah. See, I don't love that. But Slee, the Commanders who have Carson Wentz as their quarterback when Tyler uh, Tyler. You don't Tyler? have to, say, Heineken. Any, Heineken. Don't don't have to say
0: anything else. You just say the Commanders, the and commanders. that's enough.
1: They bounced the check to their 50-50 winner. They have a better record than the Los Angeles Rams right now. Dan Snyder, the NFL owners are trying to find a way to fire him and they have played 500 the, ball. The team has had I saw the stat yesterday since it's either since 2000 or 2002. They've had 26 different starting quarterbacks. They've had one playoff win and they're ahead of the Rams in the NFC playoff standings the commander sleeve. That's how bad yesterday's result was. And and the worst part about it, quite frankly, is there isn't help on the horizon. Van Jefferson came back, zero targets. The offensive line was better yesterday. Still couldn't run the ball. They, they played against the team that they can never beat and they didn't. There was... There's really no silver lining going forward, other than you're playing a bunch of other mediocre teams. That's the thing to hang your hat on at is this it point.
2: Just that it's the 49ers, though. Like it's a, it's kind of a skewed viewing off of the bye week. You,
1: you're not wrong, but they look terrible against Buffalo. They look terrible against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, it's definitely
0: not just the Niners. I don't
1: think so. The Niners they barely clearly... beat Atlanta.
0: The Cowboys demolish them. Yes. I mean, no, this is more than just the Niners. I
1: want to say in their four losses, they're all by double digits. Yep. I I, I just, it's it's a mess right now. Take
0: this from yesterday, too. Remember we were talking about, it was on Friday while we were doing our show, we were starting to get some rumors that, hey, Debo might not play on Sunday. Debo didn't play on Sunday. Debo didn't play on Sunday, and they still were doing whatever they want. By the way, what happens to that team when Debo comes back? You got that dual threat. Okay,
1: okay, but... you're not wrong but can I I say this you got more threats than just two guys they they do they have Kittle they have Debo they have McCaffrey who's like a triple threat in his own right that team that Mm -hmm. looks virtually unbeatable when they play the Rams that team gets beat by everybody else they do
0: they've had they've (laughs) They've had had, some bad losses
1: that's what I mean they lost to the Denver Broncos who are not a good team they lost to the Bears they are not an invincible—this is not— Lost to Atlanta as well. Lost to Atlanta. When you watch Buffalo play last night, you're like, ah, yeah. something weird's going to have to happen for somebody to beat them. Right? When you watch Philadelphia, like, that's a really good team. The Niners against against the Rams, mm-hmm. they look invincible. Against everyone else, they look okay. But,
0: but you got Christian McCaffrey basically a week ago. You're building for a postseason run. They'll be fine. Like, Niners will be a dangerous team in the playoffs that most teams are like, oh, if we could avoid them, that'd be nice. Probably,
1: but we've seen this before. They, the Rams just, I, I i don't, I've never had a relationship like that. I've never had a matchup where I just know that no matter what you do, mm-hmm. I'm going to smash you. Or vice versa. No matter what I do, you're going to smash me. And that's what this is. And, and, and I know, I saw something. The other day, uh, yesterday, doing the post game show, somebody sent a tweet into the post game show that was, "Oh, the Rams got lucky in twenty twenty one. Number one, no, they didn't. Number two, even if they did, who cares? They won the Super Bowl. No, right? there, there are
0: some lucky moments, but you cannot tell me there's any team in any sport exactly. that doesn't have lucky moments on their way to you win. You got to
1: catch all. a break here, or there. Yeah. You get, very rarely are you just that much better than everybody else. But thank God they got it, Sleeve, because where they are right now, mm-hmm. looking at what's coming up next, that. I will be really, really surprised if they make a deal between now and one o'clock tomorrow when the trade deadline comes. Because to, to do what, unless all of a sudden you get a dynamic running back who shakes loose from somewhere, unlikely. I don't think they're a player away from going from where they are to a contender. Okay, let me let me let me ask you this.
0: I know they got a lot of pieces that. Um, it's not like there's one hole, and you could say, if we could just get that part taken care of, everything else is going to flow. Christian McCaffrey went to the Niners. They gave up a little bit more compensation. They were in the conversation to go get Christian McCaffrey. They didn't do it. You think they'll regret not making that trade?
1: No. No, because I think if they thought, for instance, go back a year do ago. Do they
0: win yesterday's game with Christian McCaffrey?
1: It's it's impossible to tell. It certainly would be better. if Put it this way. If McCaffrey weren't in San Francisco yesterday— yep. I think they find somebody else to do what he did. Maybe not exactly that and score three touchdowns. But the, the Niners have done it with Mostert. They've done it with Wilson. They've done it with Ayuk. They've done it with Kawan Williams. They've done it with so many different guys that McCaffrey's more of a name brand. Mm-hmm. But they've done it with non-name brands too. I think he's more valuable against everybody else. I, the Rams are not a player away. The Rams probably realized that they're not a player away. When San Francisco went to that, San Francisco gave up four picks. The Rams were offering three. The, when they went to that fourth spot, it was like, you know, we, we, we can't get there. We don't. They have a second-round pick next year. They have a third-round pick. They don't have a first. They don't have a fourth or a fifth. But they're getting into that point where they're going to be able to start to reload with some pretty decent players. they got to hold on to those things because this season, this is not a Super Bowl team. It's not. I, I think if they would have
0: made the trade for Christian McCaffrey – and then decided, okay, hopefully health is going to be on our side. Hopefully Van Jefferson comes back. I know they didn't even use him yesterday, or they didn't actually throw to him. I think you could have started making a case when you're looking at the division, not even just the division, you're looking at the NFC standings. and you're, I mean, the Rams, Tampa, and Green Bay are all locked together outside of the playoff picture.
1: All three of them will probably miss the playoffs. Who would have
0: thought that those three teams are all right next to each other, but outside of the playoff picture, than inside the playoff picture, I don't know if they'll regret it. It just kind of goes it goes against what they've done over the last few years, and maybe that's because they don't
1: believe that they're a move away from being in contention. Here, how about this: the NFC playoff picture, seven of the uh, six of the seven spots are basically locked up, right? Philly is going to win the East. Yep, Dallas is in as a wild card. The West is gonna be either San Francisco or Seattle. Yep. The whoever is not San Francisco or Seattle we'll probably get gets a wild, wild card. card. Minnesota wins the North. That's a lock. And one team out of the South, whoever wins the South gets in. That means here are the teams we haven't mentioned. The Giants, the Packers, the Bucks the Rams and Washington all fighting for one all fighting for one spot That's right they're all fighting for one spot now maybe the Bucks slide in as the South winner but Atlanta's on top of it right now yeah so maybe the Bucks get knocked out they're they're no man's Lansley that and, and yesterday was a disaster from top to bottom it was a disaster from what it looked like in the stadium mm-hmm. it was a disaster from what it looked like on the field and it was a disaster right up until the end of the what the hell was Cooper Cup doing on the field at the end of that game the game's over under two minutes to go, you throw him the ball. Let him take a hit. He gets rolled over. What did what did Sean McVay say about that? He addressed this? it. Yeah, he he said, I said, "I wish, yeah, I wish I, I would have I ran." How a, he characterized it, but he said that was a huge mistake on my part. <clears throat> Matt, dude, if that guy goes down, you I mean, do they win another game? Dude, I mean, you know, you know what's funny? Every time, every, every time
0: I see that, when I always see, and I get it, I understand it. When I see somebody in the game late, I'll hear Michael and John talk about it. A game's out of you know, out of reach okay, well, why is Bronn in with two minutes? I'm just using Braun as it. It could be the opposing team, whatever the case is. I get that. I understand it. You know, you you want to – I think an injury can always happen anywhere, anytime. So I don't want to argue that because an injury can happen when they're just practicing. True. However, if it's out of reach, the game's – I mean, you weren't – there was a minute left in a 14-10 game in the first half and you decided to run the ball and not throw it. That's how conservative you got. At the end of the game, with a minute and some change you're throwing to Cooper Cup, that didn't make any sense. No,
1: I get it if a guy gets hurt in practice. To your point, it can happen at any time and anywhere, but why would I – if I can – we're not winning. Game's over. Take him out of the game. Let's do it. I want you to listen to this. This is Sean McVay after the game. Tell me what emotion comes to mind when you hear him talking about where the team is right now. No, I, I think what you have to acknowledge is that, yeah, this is a different situation, but that doesn't mean you press the panic button. Let's look at the things that are, are occurring. And, and we've had a lot of different instances of things that have been different than any of the previous five years. What I'm not going to do is sit up here and make excuses. Okay. Is there a word that pops in? Because Emily had a word this morning when she, when she we were talking about this that I think is spot on. Do you Does something come to mind when you hear him talk like that? Not panic. Like he said, we don't panic. Yeah. But it sounded a
0: little panicky. OK, um, but uh, whatever's uh, whatever less than he's not panicking. But you could tell it was a guy that
1: was talking a lot to just you're close. Describe defeated. Hmm. It, it sounds like, you know what? It's just we've had a lot of things go wrong. We're not going to quit. We're going to keep doing. But it just sounded like somebody because we've heard him after losses. We've heard him when he's angry. Yep. You've heard him when he's frustrated. This sounds like, listen. We've had a lot of things go on this year. We're going to keep fighting, but the, the but part of it feels like we just don't have the sauce. We don't have what we need to make this thing pop moving forward. This isn't once player X comes back. Like for a long time, hey, wait till Odell. Odell's not fixing this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: When you can't run at all, when you can't get off the field, there's no fixing this with one guy. They got to figure something out. How desperate out. this weekend, both teams. Who's in a bigger spot? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
3: 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash network all lowercase go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash network
0: we all know breakfast is an important part of your day but sometimes when you're traveling for business you end up
1: staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any you know what happens Is the number of little treats that I'm going to have? I'm not not at once, but just over the course of once it get dark now, a little before six, give or take. Yeah. Ding dong! That's when you open the bag, pour them in the bowl. Yeah, hand out a few to the kids, mm-hmm. one for yourself. I'm thinking like five pieces by the end of the night. What, what is
0: your? Boundaries? What's the strategy? At least three or four of those. What's the strategy of? How much do you give?
1: Um, I'm pretty generous. I give you kind of a handful. I, I i'm not so Are you out by to, like 6 15 no we stock up i, I like we, we stock up and i think the word gets out that we're re, i mean i'm not giving like half the bag but yep. i'll give you four little mini bars when you come by mm-hmm. yeah and if i if you get something good if you have a costume that's good if you have something dodger related yep. you get whatever you want you can, you can have anything here's you the want. keys to my house yeah <laughs> well shoot i mean I'd, I'd give them i'd give them a lot if you if you showed up dressed as uh freddie freeman what if it was I'm dave roberts though i'm gonna hook roberts, you up. Well it depends on what his sheet says. If if he says, Okay, I get two whoppers from the Rogers residence, I'll give him his two whoppers. Bobby said you give out hard boiled eggs you're you're big and give it out hard-boiled eggs toothbrush. <laughs> toothbrush i've gotten those raisins always a bad deal. and i like raisins but halloween get out of here yeah. right? that's that's apple. not a good deal app okay nobody but he cuts the you apple can, you can't it's it's, it's floors it cord. it's cord <laughs> we took it out so you can just kind of nibble on your snacks There's so a annoying. half a banana everybody you're you're a real you know what if you're giving out something other than candy right how about you guys might not be old enough to remember this Did you ever hit the house that had the popcorn balls? Did you ever see those? Like homemade popcorn balls where somebody would make, like, it's kind of like a Rice Krispie treat, only it's a popcorn ball. Your mom would be like, oh, hell no, you're not eating that, and throw that straight into the trash. (laughs) We're not, no, 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 don't touch that. No one's making anything unpackaged. They used to all the time. You'd come back with brownies and popcorn balls and apples and all sorts of weird stuff. Sounds like good days.
2: Uh, he used to work at Chick-fil-A, and so he'd have, like a lot of these. So back when Chick-fil-A would give out like physical coupons, like the paper coupons, he would give you a free Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich coupon. Like when you would go, and you're like, here's Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich, and that was a good house to stop by. I'll say. Yeah.
0: I'm going to give out Bed, Bath, Keep and Beyond back. coupons.
2: A voucher. <laughs> Five dollars <a> off.
1: <laughs> Buy three tires, get the fourth free. <laughs> If you spend twenty five dollars at Bed Bath and Beyond, we'll give you five dollars off your uh, awesome. your laundry hamper and your pledge. I don't know what else you get at Bed Bath. Here's and Beyond. Here is a shirt I nice. am not wearing. Take it. <laughs> Let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Fontana and Ralph. Ralph, you are on with Travis Slee. What's up, Ralph?
3: Hey guys, how you doing today? Good All man, right. thank you. Okay, I got a, I got a number numbers here, stats here that point out to where McKay is getting out coached, especially in the second half. In their four losses, Buffalo, second half, zero points. Cowboys, second half, zero points. Uh, 49er first game, three points. Yesterday, second Damn. half, zero points. That's three points in four games in the second half. He is, you know, I, you know, he's great at the scripted first, you know, first 20 plays or whatever they do. But after that, he's, he's not making adjustments, guys
1: he's not or they're
0: making adjustments on him and he can't adjust to it
1: that you look the rams had a good first half yesterday they moved the ball they they protected matthew stafford really well they didn't turn it over and then the second half started and it was right back to every other time they've played each other so obviously kyle shanahan made some adjustments along the way look the Rams have been bad this year. Their offensive line has been banged up. Their running backs are nowhere. Allen Robinson's been a huge disappointment. Leonard Floyd, who finally did get to the quarterback yesterday, has had a, a, a well an, an incredibly underwhelming season. Jalen's been pretty good. Um, Aaron Donald's been pretty good. Sean McVay has not had a good year. Mm-hmm. He, 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 like, I, I'm a Sean McVay fan. I really do think he's a unicorn of coaches. He's one of those guys. You put him in there, he's going to turn your program around. I believe that to be true. He's not – the end of the first half was weird. The end of the game with Cooper Cup, he's just not on it the way that he typically has been.
2: Or it's uh, just can, true. can I
0: – listen, um, over time, if there's a recipe, this is not uncommon in the NFL, do you feel like the recipe, the way the Rams are losing – I don't want to say it's, it's it's the exact same recipe every single week, but there is a there's a blueprint, there's a game plan of hey, this is how you could potentially beat the Rams. I was listening to Kittle post game, and Kittle was talking about um, really kind of just saying that there's a certain style of football they know mm-hmm. that if they play against the Rams. There's a good chance that they're going to win the game.
1: They are so one dimensional. Mm -hmm. They are so incredibly one dimensional that they don't run. And everybody knows you're not going to run. And even if you try to run, it's not going anywhere. It's not a threat. Yeah. That you can, I mean, they just don't do it. And it, I, don't, I don't care who you're playing. If I know you're going to pass every time, it's a huge advantage for me. Of course it is. And and if I know that even on the rare occasion when you do run it, there's no chance of you popping one along the way, it's a huge advantage. And we could talk about the offensive line's been banged up. Not yesterday it wasn't. Yesterday you actually had a pretty functional O line for most of the day, and you couldn't get anything done on the ground. There, it, everything about this has been wildly underwhelming. You six said, plays
2: in on the one yard line, and that one yeah. play, that's ridiculous.
1: And, and and who got it in? Matthew Stafford rolled it in from one yard. <laughs> Nearly got killed in the process, but yeah, he got he it in. Might be
0: the best uh, quarterback rusher I've ever seen Lamar, in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Lamar exactly. Jackson
1: and Matthew Stafford. You said
0: who's more desperate this upcoming weekend? So Tampa. We're talking about. So it's Tampa versus the Rams, and both teams are. Are they three and five or three and four? Tampa's three and five. Okay, three and five. Rams three and four. Yeah, um, I think more desperate is the Rams, just because. The division, you might be getting a couple of these squads. The way Seattle's playing right now, the way San Francisco wants to get Debo back. The record to get in to win the division, if you lose that game, it's a wrap. I already think that the Rams are not going to make the playoffs. That's that's my belief sitting here today. I don't think the Rams are going to make the playoffs.
1: I want to tell you you're wrong, but I'm having a hard time coming up for a reason why you're wrong.
0: But Tampa is chasing Atlanta. Rather than you know just kind of looking specifically at who the who the Rams would be chasing in this there instance, There's two games. It's the one. Niners and the Seahawks. Two games, actually. You could say that because of yeah. tiebreakers. I mean, yeah. I know they still got two left against Seattle. I think it's more desperate for the Rams, but I don't think the Rams are going to win this weekend. I don't. I think Tampa will win. I do, and I know they've played well against Tampa. I know they've played well at Tampa. I just. And it's not that there's something Tampa's doing to make you feel a certain way about them. I just don't have confidence in the Los Angeles Rams. It, I just nor, don't. nor do
1: I. It really is a matter of who is hemorrhaging worse. Yes, <laughs> I know. Right? Because you're not wrong about anything you said about the Rams. But Tampa has looked dread, awful, dreadful. Along, Tom Brady is down to I think 116 pounds. I think that he's just basically given up on on eating anything. And look. Even Tom Brady... Better hope
0: Cooper Cup's okay and he's all right to go.
1: Look, look, okay, look at my face. Mm -hmm. If Cooper Cup is unable to play... They might not win another game. Or, or
0: how about if he's playing 60% of himself, if 70% of if himself? If he
1: is not Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. they will struggle to win every single game that they play. I don't want to say that they'll go winless in their last nine games But I know, season, I know what you're but saying. Every single one. Look, Al, what do they have going offensively that's not throw it to Cooper? They're a little bit better with Allen Robinson again yep. yesterday. He got an incredibly stupid penalty at that point. But their offense is non-existent outside of Cup. If if he's not around, what do you have? I mean, it would it would literally be like if you took LeBron off the Lakers. You, I mean, maybe Anthony Davis can, but it's like, okay, we're we're basically done here.
0: Yeah, he's got to be fully hundred percent, got to feel good the entire way.
1: Now let's talk about the play of the week.
3: The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And.
2: Hey guys. Uh, so over the weekend I watched the movie The Shining again. It's not the first time I watched it but I watched it again. I was very tempted Travis when uh <laughs> Jack Nicholson came on the screen and was like, "Oh, I didn't know you were in this movie." <laughs> yeah. But Yeah, well, look, you know, I'll take I thought about that. It. That was what
1: <laughs> 1980 or something. Yeah, like somewhere that? about, yeah. Yeah.
2: He was a he was a decent looking guy, scary but decent looking. Yeah, exactly. Movie star. He was supposed to
1: not look great in the movie because he's crazy. But I'm okay that I look like one of the generation's best movie stars until he was 65 and naked in that tub. That's (laughs) the part I didn't like.
2: Okay, guys. So uh, this is an old clip that I'm going to play again uh, for you real quick, and it's uh, Randy Moss talking to Bill Belichick.
4: You're not interested in it, are you? In what Halloween party? Well, this is what it is. We like we're dressed as the devil. No, that's what we're doing. It's a, well, <laughs> hey, you'll get you might win the damn prize. <laughs> Trying to you know get us a little DJ, get us a roller rink, and you know have it, so have us a good night. But like I said, you're more than welcome or whatnot. Sure. It's like for instance, Halloween. I mean, we don't go out no more. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. But we still have that. It's ho- a great holiday. You know, yeah. It's you know a great what I'm saying? holiday. So we're candy
2: and costume. Yeah. How can you beat that? Right. Okay. So. <laughs> Bill Belichick would be the worst person to have at a costume party. Travis, Patrick, Cap. I think that's Cap. I, I
1: think Bill Belichick is sneaky, interesting, sneaky, funny, sneaky. Like the guy that you'd actually have a great deal of fun with at a cocktail slash Halloween party or something. I think because he, he's like best friends with John Bon Jovi. He like he gets out and does some interesting things. He goes to concerts. He has a good time. You just as long as you tried to engage him on anything that wasn't football, I think it'd go really, really well. I think that he's like with him with Moss right there. You could tell he's having a little fun with it. I'd I'd settle up with Bill Belichick at a party. I think that'd be okay. All right, I'm 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 with you on
0: this one. It's almost like we look at Popovich. Popovich is actually a pretty damn funny guy, as long as it's not about basketball. But that's the thing: is like he will have quotes where you're like, "Damn, that's entertaining." You try to ask him a question. Um, you know, when you get to sideline, reporters do whatever the case is. Every time it's, you, you kind of fall into this. Don't fall into the trap of actually asking Popovich about something basketball because he's going to give you a one one Ask word about answer. Wine. <laughs> Ask about anything else. <laughs> yeah. I think these guys and I, I, I look Belichick right out the gate. What should what should he wear? He should just be Belichick and come in his exact <laughs> gear. And the cutoffs at the party. like That would be fantastic
4: to have him there. But I would be okay with having Belichick there.
1: He would be a terrific party guest. Taylor?
4: Cap, yeah. I'd love to party with Belichick, too. And especially, you guys know Randy Moss is my dude, so that... That sounds like a perfect party.
1: <laughs> they, they, I think there's something about, like you're talking about with Belichick and Popovich specifically.
4: Now, Tim Duncan might just be boring.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. perfect example. Yeah. Perfect example. Those guys know so much more about their area of expertise that it's a waste of their time to talk to anybody else about it. Like, you ever see that clip with Belichick and Saban talking to each other? They're fully engaged. They are absolutely enraptured by the other guy's presence because this person knows what I'm talking about. This person understands my language. But if some, hey, why didn't you go for it on fourth down? They have no time for nonsense like that.
4: Didn't Duncan dress up as Joey Crawford, though, on Halloween? Wasn't that some? Did he do that?
1: Yeah, I I don't know. Tony
4: Parker. Damn it. Maybe they do have personalities. We just don't know.
0: (laughs)
1: Not Tim Duncan. Everybody else I'm listening to, not Tim Duncan.
2: All right. So trick or treating should end when you leave elementary school. Alan, Patrick, your cap.
0: So what are you, fifth grade there? No. Like 10. I'll go cap on this one. I think go a little further. I think 12, 12 years old. That's probably the cutoff. If you're a teenager, now we're talking kind of the stage of, all right, what are you going to do? You're going to do this to your 15? I think the right age is about 12. I say you go past fifth grade. Get into that sixth
1: grade. Seventh is pushing it. You got to stop after that. I'm going to go a little further than that because look, if you are one of those 14-year-olds that's got one of those gross Dungeons and Dragons mustaches, then you should probably chill out. But if you're so it's one less of those, the age, if you look like one of those 14-year-olds who looks like he's nine, go for it. Go have a good time. <laughs> right? It looks like. it, it, it's more about where you are physically in your life than it is your actual birth certificate age because there are 14-year-olds that look 19, and there are 14-year-olds that look nine. So just kind of enjoy it as long as you can. There, there are very few things that are fun like that because once you get old, all that cool stuff is kind of I can't do it because somebody might laugh or anything else. And enjoy yourself. If you want to go trick or treating at 16? Knock yourself out. Unless you drive yourself there, then don't. Taylor. Cap,
4: uh, I've never been trick or treating. I think I told you that. Uh, I, th- I told you guys that before, but I feel like I want to go do it now because I missed out on something part of my childhood. You know, I grew up in the middle of nowhere. How would Taylor be accepted walking <laughs> around neighborhoods at this age at six foot four?
1: So I'm trying to think if Taylor, like, are you wearing the Taylor Smith costume? Uh, no, I put, I put a mask on, maybe like a skeleton mask. That's or something even like that. that's even
0: more okay. scary.
1: You don't look like you're 15, but you do look young. Okay, so if you had a mask on and I couldn't see your face, he could just be some freak <laughs> high school kid that's six I would five. lock the
0: door. I would lock the door. I would not open the
1: door. Now, if he just knocked a trick-or-treat... yeah. Uh, Can I help you, sir? I'd have to throw my voice a little bit, you know.
4: Trick or treat.
1: Can I help you, sir? Um, Yeah, well, you know where I grew up, we didn't really do Halloween, so I'm trying to make up for some lost time. You got any butterfingers in there? I'd be like, "Uh, I'm calling the cops. Yeah, call the cops. Get off my doorstep.
4: (laughs) Turn the alarm on for the trick.
1: Then where are your children? Yeah, none. All right, nine one one call coming next. Get your house egg. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, so uh, Jimmy Kimmel does this thing every year where he does this whole joke where the parents will pretend that they ate all our kids uh, Halloween awesome. candy. All right, so Jimmy Kimmel is in the wrong for doing this. This is a bad. This is a bad guy move. Taylor, fit your cap.
4: No cap. This is this is hilarious. I think uh, just messing with your kids a little bit is, is good for them sometimes.
1: Trav? it's it's both right it is both incredibly funny and very very mean right because like i was just saying a second ago al when you're a little kid, Halloween's a big deal. You get yep. to put on your costume. You get a big bag of candy. You get to hang you out work with your for friends, it. You walk you around. Work for it. All of these things. Like there's, you, it is a big day. Christmas, birthday, Halloween. These are big days for a ten year old. Yep. And so if mom and dad are like, "Watch this," I'm going to pretend I threw it all away. Yep. It's a bad guy move. It's also those videos are amazing. I can't get enough of them.
0: <laughs> yeah, couldn't be more fact. Are you kidding me? Every time I watch those videos, I'm like, that little princess is six years old and she freaking thinks that you guys ate her candy that she went out and worked for also jimmy kimmel can get some laughs on his freaking on his network or whatever the case is i think it's the most jacked up thing have i watched it i have have i laughed at it i have do i feel incredibly bad for the children i do
2: and what's great, too, is like you see the, children range, are are, scarred. the range of emotions of the kids. Because like, some of the kids are like, oh, it's okay, That's okay. mom and dad. I yep. give them a hug. And the other ones are like, bring back old history. <laughs> like, yeah. Going at these parents. Yeah, like, right. I'm going to tell dad. something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's re- the best one. Or, this is like the time you did. And then they start bringing up the like old stuff. Like call them fat or something. Yeah. You're like, all
2: these things. So you're like, I didn't know yeah, if I happens. wanted to do that. Uh, I, you find out the true nature of your children at the there moment.
1: There are moments when your children tell you the truth that you don't want to hear it. I've if I, if I told you this guy, there was a, one of those pills you take to replace your hair or whatever. Bobby was, I don't know, nine or ten years old. He goes, Dad, you should get those. I'm like, why? He goes, because you're bald. <laughs> I'm like, well, damn. That was kind of wrong. Go get your shoes.
2: <laughs> All right. So uh, I think when I grew up, I kind of did both. I was very much the creator of my own costumes. I picked out my own stuff. I had my con- conceptual idea, and uh, my parents just either tried to execute it for me or I did it myself. So you picked out your own costumes as a kid, Travis? Patrick? Cap?
1: No, I I uh, I, I was kind of mainstream as a kid. I I would get as I got a little older. Like in ho- Halloween at UCSB is a big deal, or at least it used to be. I think they kind of shut it down now. I don't think you're allowed to do what you did back in the '90s. Um, and I would kind of freelance it at that point. But I was always like out of the box guy. Like, give me a Darth Vader costume or something like that. I was never terribly creative with that stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 with you. I was never. Um... I didn't pick out anything. So for me, it was, uh, I think I was a pirate maybe seven years in a row. It's like, yeah, my mom's (laughs) like, yeah, this one will work. We'll just run this. Save that
1: eye patch. We're going to need it next year. (laughs) We're just
0: going to run this for a good X amount of years in a row. It was cost effective. (laughs) They can uh, just use a different shirt, maybe rip it a little bit, make it look a certain way. So I was pretty much the same thing, same sword the entire time. (laughs) I didn't even know it was going, Like I don't even know if that matches. Do pirates have swords? Sure. And we just went through the whole thing, and it was the same thing every year.
2: Taylor?
4: I didn't do it as a kid, like I said, but uh, as an adult, I've done A Big Baby. I dressed up as a big baby one year. Like with the bow on your head kind of deal? (laughs) Yeah, and the onesie. And I've done Jack Jack Skellington from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, that'd be a good one
1: for you because you're tall and skinny.
4: Did that, and then I did um, Groot. From oh, Guardians of the Galaxy,
1: check him out. Yeah. So here I have a question, and and anybody that's roughly my age will will remember these. You used to go to like it wasn't Target then, but it was the equivalent of whatever Target was back in 1977. And I wanted to be Darth Vader for Chris for uh, Halloween one year. And you would go, they have this plastic mask that would just have like a string around the back. that was just like a face plate, right? (laughs) Like literally one dimensional. There was no texture to it at all. And it had eye holes that you'd look at. And then it had like a plastic smock that you would wear over it. So let me, let me ask you guys, let's go around the room very quickly. What do you think the smock was of? Anybody keep in mind, it's a Darth Vader costume. What do you think it is?
2: I don't like polyester. There's like,
1: no, no, like on it. What's printed on the smock?
4: probably all those wires and all that
1: stuff yeah. yeah yeah that's what you would think the lights the flashing lights the breathing apparatus it had the logo from the movie <laughs> <laughs> like what the hell i like, had the I, credits like, i'm not going as george lucas who created dark it had the <laughs> logo of the movie on the chest it said darth vader 2 and it said star wars Like what, that's not a darth vader what the hell is that it's the dumbest thing in the world.
2: It's hilarious. Still bothers me. It's <laughs> pretty funny. My, uh, I guess my favorite one that I came up with as a kid was my my soccer costume, or not costume, my, my soccer uniform that year was uh, black and orange. That was our color for the team. And I just went as an undead soccer player, like a zombie soccer player. And I was like a little, just, I had makeup all over my face. So that was my one uh, favorite thing. So I think we kind of already talked about this before, but I'm going to say it again. Non-chocolate candy is better than chocolate candy in a bag. Travis, Patrick Cap.
1: Better than... For me, fact, like I'm okay with chocolate. I don't dislike it, but the other things are more interesting to me because the chocolate candies are always around. But if there's something that's off-brand, that's a little bit like the salted nut roll that we're talking about, Taylor, that's a, a more savory treat. A little bit of sweet in there, but a little bit more savory. Just endless amounts of milk chocolate at Halloween I could do without. Chocolate candy all
0: day long. I just wanted the chocolate candy. I just walked right now. I did look. I wanted to look at the candy again. The Twix, the the Kit Kats, they're the largest thing that I've ever seen. I could eat all those. I will do chocolate candy over anything else. Taylor?
4: I prefer the non-chocolate, too. Give me the Twizzlers. Give me the Mike Nikes. Give me the Sour Patch Kids, all that kind of stuff. Starburst, Skittles. Ooh,
1: Starbursts yeah, are great More variety than chocolate. What about Nerds? Remember Nerds? Mm-hmm. The Ooh. little sweet and sour Nerds. Or the Nerd sleep. Rope. I still need those. The,
2: what was the Fun over Dip? Over chocolate? Dip. Yeah. Did you ever oh. Have, oh my God! That stuff. So fun was dip. So
1: bad. Fun dip. Just so we're all on the same page here is different colors of like granulated sugar. Yeah. Here's a little red, little green, little purple. With a solid sugar stick yeah. that you dick into the granulated sugar, it was two <laughs> ways to eat sugar simultaneously. Greatest candy ever had to be invented. And to by lick
2: a it too, so that the sugar would stick to it too, it was great. <laughs>
1: That's right. It wasn't. It was called like lickamade or something weird, something like, like that, something yeah. like that. Yeah, we need to bring that back. And you got to just go over and over and over again. USC wins. UCLA wins. First college football playoff ranking comes out tomorrow. Where are they going to land? That's next. It's Travis Lee. Seven ten. espn i found the uh, old darth vader costume from 1977 that i had as a kid it is retailing for a oh, retail's the wrong word it's on ebay 80 bucks <laughs> they want Damn. 80 bucks for it did i describe it
2: accurately guys yes Very nice. it.
1: expensive it's a plastic smock that says star wars on the chest with and the a, mask too
2: had like no definition it was just like nice. a black flat. thing yeah it's
1: like a cardboard cutout almost where you just poke your nose through it's still 80 bucks 80 bucks it's probably, probably eight back in 1977. You, um, if you
0: still have yours, it's gone up. <laughs> it's gone up. Yeah, you keep those baseball cards, some of those. Cards. Wait, the Beanie Baby. Wait, you don't have any. You kept some, right? I some kept of the some. I, yeah. I
1: went from having literally tens of thousands of them to I have a couple hundred. Now.
0: And this was all during COVID? COVID.
1: Yeah. Damn. Well, it's taking up a lot of space. They were literally... What, you had that moment. It's like, why do I have stacks of useless cardboard in my garage? They should probably throw these Get things away. It's a bad way to do it. You know what I like to do at the uh, Rams games, right, Slee? When we're doing our, our pregame and our postgame show. When people the M&M's? Come by, like to oh. say, hey, what's up? You ready for the list? Let's see. What this one got? was in Rodney, who is a uh, L.A. County uh, der- a Sheriff's deputy. Awesome. He came by. He and his buddy, Tracy, they say they listen to us on the job when they're driving awesome. around. So, um, if if you get stopped by an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy, you say, hey, are you Rodney? We listen to the Ask Travis Lee. and Sliwa show. You can maybe do that together. Uh, Joe at Hollywood Park Casino, thanks for coming by. Uh, Coretta, we had a nice long discussion about the UCLA Bruins. She is an alum. Mm. She thinks the UCLA is getting going. Um, Jack and his mother came by. James from North Carolina listens to us on the app. Josh is a long-haul trucker based here in California. Drives all over the country. Says he listens to us every day Badass. through the ESPN Badass. app. Um, Paul came by. He was a locked on Rams guy too, so that was exciting to meet Paul. Um, what else do we have? Joe at HBC I mentioned. So a whole bunch of people uh, came by. Always fun to hear people ask. And same same question as always. Where's yeah. sleep? Oh, uh, he's he's uh, using the restroom. He'll he's be, getting ready to do a Laker game. He'll be out tonight. in just a second. Coretta just give a didn't second. ask about you. She 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 wanted to She talk wanted about you. all you. Yeah, she's a she's fair. V- she's a huge Laker fan, and she says to me, she goes. I know Alan's like, he's as big a Laker fan as I am, but you tell me the truths I need to have. And I said, so you mean like I'm kind of mean? She goes, well, a little bit, but you know we need to hear a I'm lying, the way. apparently. You're not lying, but you're you're the optimist and I'm more of the pessimist slash realist.
2: Rose-colored glasses. Yes, and we've no. all got them.
1: We've all got yeah, minor chipped and dirty and cracked <laughs> and everything else that goes along with it. Tomorrow, uh, first college football playoff ranking um, comes out at four o'clock our time. SC and UCLA, they're both in a really good spot. UCLA, slightly less because they already lost to Oregon, who's ahead of them. But USC gets to play SC, or SC gets to play UCLA. He's right on their heels. Mm -hmm. If things hold the way that it looks like they're going to, they'll get to play Oregon in a Pac-12 championship game, which would be a big win for them. And I'm telling you, look online right now. Go to ESPN.com. Go to some of these other places. Go to their college football page. You know who's on that front page along with Ohio State and Georgia? SC. Mm-hmm. And I get it, just it's it's a producer online or whatever. SC has a brand, it has cachet. Yeah. They have that thing where people want to put them in. Yeah. If they give them a reason to get into the final four, I think mm-hmm. they're gonna do it. I really do. They gotta they gotta run the table from here on out. They can't lose again. They're gonna need a little help. TCU needs to lose, Clemson needs to lose. But if they can stay a one-loss team, I really do think they'll put them in. So
0: let let me first say that it's so impressive to be sitting here and you're eight eight weeks, nine weeks into the college football season and we're having a conversation not just about USC, having a conversation about UCLA too. It's pretty damn cool. It really is. We keep saying this the last couple of weeks that if they run the table, they're going to face each other at the Rose Bowl, as in win your next two games. You're going to face each other at the Rose Bowl. UCLA and USC going up, both won losses for a chance to go play potentially in the Pac-12 champ. That's a pretty damn cool story. Now, what you're saying about, hey, everybody wants USC. They're going to put them in the mix, whether it's a Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan. They want to they wanna put USC in there. I don't think they're good enough to be in that top four. I do think they probably have a loss coming their way, even if it's in the Pac-12 championship. They don't play defense. No. They play no defense at all. And that to me is just what, and it's not trying to take away some thunder from USC. It's just the reality of who they are. They, at this point of the season, it's been really, really impressive to see what they've done. It's been fantastic. They only lost one game and it was by a point because Utah went for two. Um, So give them credit. However, they've had a cake schedule. Mm -hmm. And on top of that cake schedule, they just give up so many points.
1: Once you play a team that's actually good, I don't know how they're going to beat them. Two things can be true at the same time. Everything you said is true, and whether they can get there is question number one. I think you're right. I think somebody else is going to beat them before they get there, namely probably Oregon, but we'll see. Here's what they've done. They've given up 37-43 and 25 to ASU in three of their last four games. Lincoln Riley, and, and you can say, hey, look, he just got here. Give him some time to rebuild the defense. Fair point. But the the larger point is, this is exactly what he did at Oklahoma every year too. This is kind of their mo. Which we're is gonna... why they were not able to win a national championship. They can't stop anybody. We, I remember being at the Rose Bowl when they played Georgia a handful of years ago, and it was I want to say it was a double overtime game. Both teams were in the high 40s or 50s. It was it was a joke. It's like one person, please get a stop here. They didn't get a stop in Oklahoma. They're not getting stops here at SC. Somebody's going to clip them. Now, if they can outscore Oregon, they can win that game 52-49 to or something like that, I think whether they're one of the four best teams – isn't as important as let's put them in because it's USC. They're going to get the benefit of the doubt the way that Alabama gets it, the way that Ohio State gets it, the way that some of these other programs just have Notre Dame certainly gets the benefit of the doubt when they get in the mix like that. SC is one of those programs. they just got to find a way to not get clipped one more time, which is asking a lot.
0: Michigan and Ohio State still got to play each other. They play each other. Georgia, Tennessee play, each, play other each other this weekend, I think.
1: And, and the winner of that will have to play Alabama in the SEC right. Championship.
0: Game. So you're going to have teams with one loss. You're going to have teams.
1: TCU or the two teams you look at it and say, okay, who's going to beat them? There's not a ton of good teams in the rest of that conference. But, you know, we, we say this every year. It's it's November, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Still got a lot of football. They still got four games to yeah,
0: play. Yeah, there is. That's why I kind of go back to this whether I got confidence that SC is going to get there or not, the fact that we're having a conversation about it, the fact that we're having a conversation about UCLA, the fact that there's two college football teams, two
1: college football programs Do you programs really think right UCLA's in, in it? So they'd have to beat USC. Beat Oregon again in a Pac-12 championship situation. Um,
0: No, I don't. But that's okay. Like, I, I go back to this. Just that the fact that they're in the conversation, to me, is so impressive for UCLA. Do I think they'll actually do it? No, I don't think they will. Oregon's got one loss. Their one loss is against Georgia by 46. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I know. I mean, it's so it's I know. first game of the season. It was in Atlanta. Like yeah. there's a bunch of things stacked up,
0: but it's also 46? Georgia. I think I think if they play again, they're still losing by 20 points.
1: 36. 46 <laughs> yeah. points. They lost 49 to 3. And and it was one of those things you're watching going, "Okay, Alabama has a better player at literally every single position." And then you watch Georgia. them go, Hey, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, Georgia. It just it they're going to need to get a lot of help to get in but here's the thing let's say sc does get to pac-12 championship situation and oregon puts 45 on him or even if you get into the final four probably a little bit different because you're in the final four what if this is his norm what if this is the way that usc football plays out exactly like oklahoma really really good yeah in the mix right up until you have a wait uh Cal put forty five on us and upset yeah. us like something like that. That was the pattern at Oklahoma. What if it's the same pattern? Not here? good
0: enough. And I, I listen. Agree. And I and I think this um, and this will become more of a conversation. You're right about let this year go by. Whatever the case is, if you're USC, are you not saying? And if you're Lincoln Riley, are you not saying, hey, we need a we need a defensive coordinator that is known for playing defense. That's one of the best in the country. Whatever it takes, let's go get him. Like what makes you not go address? the other side of the football? What makes you not address Alabama, Georgia, uh, Michigan, Ohio State? They address the other side of the football. Why would you be the one university that doesn't address Literally the other side of the football? get hold of my
1: offense. Watch this. Yeah, well, you're going to need to stop somebody at some point. All right. Um, two things. Number one, I'm looking at my old Darth Vader costume. I missed a point of this, guys. Underneath the star where it says Star Wars on the chest, you know what it says, Lee? What does it say? 1977 20th Century Fox Corporation. Mm. Yep. <laughs> like, it literally yeah. has the, the corporate copyright yep. on the front of the costume. So that's what seven-year-old doesn't want to... You're channeling the force. Yep. You want to fight Obi-Wan. You want to fly and prevent the Death Star from being blown up. And then it also says, 20th what Fox law firm
4: represents... So disappointing. That's so on brand with George Lucas, though. I mean, <laughs> it
1: absolutely is. It's the worst costume your, in the world. It's got to have your eyes dotted and your T's crossed. Really wish I still had it. Really wish I still had it. Miles Turner, um, he's down for a trade. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.